Hey podcast, it's me again. Hope you're having a happy Tuesday and thanks very much for all of you who are sticking with the podcast and listening to my unedited rants into my phone. Um, It's nice to be back um, and I'm going to try and keep making them. Um, So today's a quick thought. I don't have too long so I'll try and make it concise so it should be good for everyone. Um, But today's a quick thought because I was re-reading or re-listening to, um, because I listen to quite a lot of audiobooks, I was re-listening to a book called The War of Art um, which is really popular amongst creative people, artists, writers, etc., um, because it distills the creative process and the, more importantly, the difficult parts of the creative process and the barriers to overcome. Um, it talks about those really well, and uh, it's really good for motivation, but also clarifying um, that it's not always easy. It sounds like a bit of a, a breeze that, oh, you just get to kind of make music in your spare time or painting. That would be so relaxing. Um, but if you're if you take it seriously and are trying to create something that's at the best of your ability, it's actually quite a stretching, difficult, laborious process. Um, and the book concern, I mean, a lot of you will have read it if you're listening to this podcast because it's, there's <laughs> a strong overlap and I know it's really popular amongst, um, sort of people I follow in this space. It's just a, it's a, like a groundbreaking book. So if you haven't read it, it's very quick, concise um, and super powerful so you should read it the war of art by stephen pressfield um, i also recommend the audiobook on audible where he reads it himself um, with some extra kind of gravel and gravitas it's quite good anyway um so i've called this podcast be more junkyard dog less robot <laughs> um, and apart from just a catchy title that is the point i want to make um so in the war of art he Uh, Stephen Pressfield distills what blocks you from doing creative stuff into um, a a concept or like a character almost called resistance. And he says, whatever is stopping you sitting down and creating what you want to create or are supposed to create, whichever way you want to look at it, um, this thing is resistance. This thing is excuses in your head. This thing is distractions and procrastination and kind of drama in your life and all these things that just get in the way of what you actually want to do which is sit down at your desk and create the thing that's in your head Um, and the book goes into this concept kind of that side and really in depth and also goes into the muse side which is almost the opposite (laughs) um, equivalent um, for inspiration so how to create an environment where inspiration will um, come to you which is often just sitting down and working and just getting on with it. Um, but it's a fantastic book and it's filled me with a lot of motivation and like clarity every time I read it, particularly as it's short. Uh, all the sentences are very concise and to the point, um, which really nails at home. It's not like you have to kind of follow a long narrative of examples like you do in some books just to get to the point. This is like <laughs> straight down the barrel right at you. Um, and I've read the book a few times. I do that quite a lot with books to try and embed the points into my thinking um but this one in particular this reread this re-listen made me re-evaluate some things sorry i'm saying re quite a lot i'm, I'm redoing everything basically um but it made me re-evaluate some things and there's a particular line i'm going to just paraphrase it because i can't be bothered to go and dig out the book but there's a particular line where he talks about to beat resistance you need to be like a junkyard dog and really sink your teeth in and then fight basically um, I mean it's called the war of art and the, uh, the basis of it is about <laughs> a bit of a battle um, so when I'm 
when I follow this stuff to try and make myself more productive, to try and create more, to be more efficient, to try and output more content on the internet, um, I kind of follow the same process. I've got all these pages in my notebooks of how more efficient I'm going to be tomorrow, what I'm going to do at 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, the list, you know, creating to-do lists and... Um, and to an extent, that does get me on track sometimes. If the days I can set out a schedule and I've got a free day and I follow it to the letter and get all this stuff ticked off, I do feel good. Um, I feel like I have intention and like agency in my life. I'm not just uh, <laughs> being taken away by the stream of like a, um, a current in a river or something. I'm actually like choosing my direction, following it, making it happen. Um, in a way, following your schedule is creating something in the world that wasn't there before. Anyway. Um, this is what I, that's what I usually, usually do. I usually kind of have this vision of what the perfect me tomorrow is like and how nice they are to everyone and how much energy they've got and how well they eat and, and oh, they fit in some exercise alongside all the stuff that they created, this long list and somehow they managed to tick it all off and have just a general great day. Um, the problem with that is it very rarely goes 100% well. So I could have scheduled in that I was going to do a run and I was also going to do a podcast, and I was also going to write two new songs, and I was also going to post all of this and video all of this on Facebook and then edit it, and it's it's all going to be great. Um, and I'm going to tick off all these things that are on my mind that I just want to like get on with. Um, and while the intention is good, what the result of that often for me is that I have these kind of notebooks full of intentions and all these like good ideas and motivation, but it's really hard to tick off every single thing in the real world and make it all manifest because when you actually get started you hit obstacles almost straight away um there might be some distractions while you're trying to record or you might not have the particular bit of equipment or it breaks or um you get sort of stuck in a mini bit of writer's block and you question what you're doing or the um you know and these things can become really frustrating because you didn't anticipate them in your planning because your planning was in this idealistic schedule tick box world the night before or whatever in your notebook. Um, and it kind of throws the whole thing off. And even if you achieve a lot of things on your list, so, you know, that that often happens to me, but I still often get something done, say. I plan to do a song and exercise and this, but I eventually drop everything apart from the song because it takes way longer than I anticipated and I end up having to stay up really late and sacrifice some sleep and what if sleep was on my list as well. Um, and so eventually I, I seem to get one thing just about done on the list of all the stuff I wanted to do that day and it was a bit of a grind. It was really painful and that approach, the problem is that I, I went in with the best of intentions and I, if I hadn't planned anything, I wouldn't have come out with anything, probably. Like, I could have come out with zero. But I did come out with some progress. Yet you don't end up, like, crediting yourself for that. Um, because you fell short on more things than you achieved. Um, so you can end up just never hitting the mark. So even even if you achieve more than you'd ever done ever before... You've probably put more on your list than you have ever before. So you're in this perpetual state of falling short. Um, and it's a concept we have, you know, we it's quite talked about quite a lot with social media that people put up a perfect life and then you fall short of it. Um, but I think there's a flip side of you, you. Even you read a lot of these kind of 
productivity books or self-help books or whatever that, that try and get you on track. But the problem is you're likely to go off track quickly because the world's not really set up for you to be perfect. It is full of distractions. It is full of inconveniences. Problem. I mean, we're in the middle of a massive pandemic, but <laughs> there's a clear massive inconvenience tragedy going on right now that no one planned for. So if you don't account for the world, you know, not lining up for you in your planning, you are going to be in this perpetual state of not living up to your own expectations or what you feel other people's expectations are, etc. So how does this relate to the war of art? Well, what I like about the war of art, as I kind of alluded to earlier, is that it doesn't say the world is the world is perfect and you can be this super um, fantastic, hyper-productive, productivity drone robot. That's a long way of describing it, but you, you can, you know, that I suppose all the self-help books feel so perfect. Um, it, they're offering all these solutions. You think, oh, it must be so easy. You must just drift through. What the War of Art says by comparison is that creating something is a battle and it's really difficult and everything is against you to try and do it. So you've got to like toughen up. Um, and you've got to fight it and you've got to be really determined to see it through um, because almost, you know, and the further you get through, the harder it's going to get, the more this resistance is going to build up um, to oppose your force of trying to get there. And and whether that is objectively, scientifically true, um, I mean, it is referring to a part of your brain that exists called the amygdala, um, what Seth Godin calls the lizard brain, which is your survival instincts, um, which do generate... Um, fear and urgency and um, it's that that does exist in your brain or it's called the chimp brain in some sports psychology areas Um, so the resistance is actually in a part of your brain there is scientific background to it but whether a concept exists or not um, that is still a useful story to um, adapt uh, adopt rather as you're trying to create something because it puts you in the mindset of when a distraction comes in and go oh that's i've looked I've been told to look out for that. That's resistance. That's the thing that could be stopping me creating this thing. Um, and it can kind of unblock your path through a, um, a determination to get through the hard stuff and embrace the hard stuff and like almost run into the, the battle of creating something once you accept it's there. Um, so that's why I came up with this little catchphrase of be more junkyard dog, be less robot or whatever the title ended up being. I think it was that. Uh, <laughs> because... This concept of him, when you're fighting resistance, you've got to be like a scrappy <laughs> little mingy dog that bites in and doesn't let go and claws its teeth in and really battles. It, like, to me, that that aligns with what I've felt like <laughs> when I've had to try and finish something. So whether it's creating a song or an artistic thing, or at the moment I'm building some guitars out of parts, And honestly, the closer I get, the more things go wrong. And this is probably not resistance and mostly my incompetence at building guitars. But the closer I get to being finished, the more niggly, annoying things go wrong that mean I have to go back and redo something or start again. And things, (laughs) barriers are building up to me getting to the end. And um, the only way I get through them is I just have to be super patient and super believe that I can overcome that problem. Um, even if I caused it myself, which is often I have. Um, but also, yeah, with creating stuff, like if if I kind of view that I'm going to write a song today, but it's going to be 
like I'm prepared for a battle if a battle comes and I'm prepared to, you know, stay up late making it to finish it if that's what I have to do. I think that's a better mindset to take into it. it hopefully it doesn't turn out like that and it all just inspiration comes to you and you can finish it all quickly and get other stuff done like that'd be great. But if you go in going like I'm prepared for a difficult distraction filled um challenging process even though this is like what I say I want to do and love doing like it's hard it's that balance between those two things but being prepared for a fight if it comes and not um running away from it if you're going oh this is actually more difficult than I imagined or um this is this is supposed to be enjoyable but it's actually hard (laughs) difficult sort of fulfilling um when you go into a mindset that that's how it's supposed to be and you're up for that fight and you're still going to stick with it that is actually that that just helps at least my sort of psycholo- psychology around creating way more than here's 10 things you can adopt so it all goes smoothly and perfectly obviously there's a balance between those two things you want to be as a, um, efficient as possible but if you view yourself not as this perfect productivity robot and as like a bit of a fighter a bit of scrappy a bit like you know what i am not going to do everything perfect because i'm a, i'm going after what i'm trying to do and things are going to come my way and i'm going to have to battle to get through them i think that's going to get you further so be more junkyard dog and be less robot except that you're not going to hit everything on your schedule because creating stuff into the world is not easy it's like I'm not going to say it's like giving birth because I imagine giving birth is really bad. It's giving birth, but less painful, less physically painful than that. Um, <laughs> we've gone to a weird place. Maybe we should wrap up the podcast. Um, but yeah, I'd recommend anyone um, who hasn't read The War of Art to do it because um, I'm finding it really good for my sort of clarity at the moment of like, yeah, no, this is what I want to do. And it's all right if it's difficult. I'm up for the fight. Um, and if you wake up, <laughs> I don't. Yeah. Um, if you wake up in the morning kind of ready for a creative fight it's a it's a it's inspiration coming from a different way it's not going in i'm i'm going in because i'm gonna have so much fun today don't know it's they're mixed in together there's some fun in the struggle and in the fight um (laughs) there's an interesting dynamic going on but maybe that's what makes it um so gripping anyway um i hope everyone's good staying safe etc hopefully we're moving out of this pandemic sort of step by step getting there um but yeah have a think what what is the thing that i'm avoiding sitting down doing and if i took the mindset of yeah it's going to be hard it's going to be annoying niggly everything's going to go wrong but i'm ready for that and i'm going to go for it um i'm going to battle through and sit to the end and this is the outcome i want Give it a try. See if it makes you create something this week that you wouldn't have created if you were just looking for the good times. Um, but yeah, thank you for Stephen Pressfield and the War of Art, this podcast and this whole sort of definitely some songs I've written and things I made wouldn't exist without that book. So um, I thank you. And hopefully um, I can make some stuff in the future that uh, does the same thing for other people because um, I've definitely benefited from that sort of stuff. Cool. Well, thanks so much for listening to the podcast as per. Hopefully I'll be back soon. Um, Let me know if you've got any thoughts as usual. Otherwise, go about your day in a positive way. Oh, catchy. Um, Yeah, be more junkyard dog, be less robot.